0: Ba do ba da ba do ba
1: ba If you're having trouble with your high school head,
0: he's giving you the blues. You wanna graduate, but not in his bed.
2: Ooh, Donna. Hmm. Boy, I'm steamed. I'm sorry. Not at you, but I'm I'm you sh- you should be steamed right with me.
0: I mean, it is pretty hot in here and pretty humid. So That's
2: absolutely not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I'm just I'm I'm gearing up. I'm getting ready. It's a steamed episode, Donna, I think.
0: Gearing. Uh robots? Uh oh, beep boop bop. I see. I get it now. Uh-huh.
2: Yes, I'm doing a steampunk robot intro. You were right. Um, of course. Yeah. It's, it's, um, no, it's, go ahead. Tell you know, me what. Yeah. No, it's, it's steampunk robot week here. Um, oh. I am so happy about all these pistons I got in. I'm going to build
0: piston something.
2: Yep. I piston my <laughs> new invention. It's a steampunk <laughs> toilet. Nice. Um
0: that's really cool. It's
2: super cool.
0: Oh, um, look at the steam come out of it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, what, like do you, what's really cool is like you smell the steam?
0: Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad.
2: Yeah, it's piss. Yeah. Turns my piss into steam. Donna, what does your steampunk robot do?
0: <laughs> it just looks really cool.
2: Yeah, that's that's super cool.
0: Yeah. doesn't it
2: yeah i wish i had thought of that before i made before i made my my steampunk toilet
0: the leather and the spikes and stuff Mm. on the robot because it's steampunk
2: yeah and Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's pretty cool my toilet's got goggles on it
0: oh hell yeah that's steampunk is shit (laughs) hey donna yeah
2: do we not know what steampunk is
0: (laughs) steampunk it's when um, you have something that's usually futuristic and kind of um, roboty, but also kind of dirty and and um, punky, like like okay so like nineteen uh, hundreds, <laughs> like like a smoggy, dirty future city.
2: Um, okay, that's what your idea of steampunk is. My idea of steampunk, I always thought that it was like. Uh, A future based on the idea that what if steam took more popularity over electricity let me google the definition of steampunk real quick and see
0: but then there's the punk part and then that's where you look really cool and you wear like gears that make necklaces and stuff
2: a genre of science fiction that has a historical setting and typically features steam powered machinery rather than advanced technology hmm that's I think that's exactly what I said.
0: Yeah, it sounds like we're both right <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, you've never said anything more on brand for
0: you. <laughs> I wish you could have vocalized the face you made when I said that. <laughs> Uh, uh me
2: <laughs> too. My name is Brandon. My
0: name is Donna. Good. I didn't want to derail your intro, Brandon. Uh,
2: yeah, you did. <laughs> no,
0: I just wanted to add some fluff. So we got there. I didn't think you would yes and the shit out of it.
2: Let's go ahead and real quick. Let's see what our definition (laughs) of fluff adding is. And go ahead. What do you think it means? And I'll Google it afterwards (laughs) and see if both you and I can go for two for two. (laughs) Fluff. This is the Bargain in. It's a weekly source. I'm not even gonna let you go. <laughs> Financial advice in the form of us watching movies and telling you whether or not they're frugal movies, or whether or not they're frugal movies, or whether or not they're frugal movies, or whether or not they're frugal movies. Mm-hmm. Um, did you introduce yourself? I know I I'm said, Donna. I'm Brandon, I'll say it again. Um, they also call me uh, repeating Brandon, so makes sense. Um, Donna, I was gonna say we're steamed because we watched a Galdern pretty frustrating movie, and that was my whole bit was just going to get geared up for all the, the poo-poo we were going to be doing on this film, but uh, what do we watch this week?
0: Well, you better get your prescription glasses because we watched The Blind Side.
2: <laughs> Those are the snaps I'm giving you for that joke. Yes, we watched 2009 Oscar-winning The Blind Side, um, and uh, we're going to spoil it for you, so if you wanted to watch it, don't. Um
0: that's the spoil.
2: That's the spoil for you. Um, this is directed by Mr. John Lee Hancock, which if that sounds like the widest name you've ever heard, probably is. Um yeah, same director as a uh, number of other movies that all just are sort of I don't know just just like this. It's hard to hard to describe. He did the rookie. Saving Mr. Banks. Anyway. Do you wanna you wanna hop into it or do you want me to start?
0: Yeah, it stars Sandra Bullock in the bright side. Sandra Bullock. Blind side. Sorry. I was so excited to do Woburnum.
2: <laughs> Sandra Bullock in the bright side coming out of my cage and I'm gonna do it. Do you want to start, or do you want
0: me to start? I think you should, because apparently I can't.
2: Michael Orr um, gets uh, admitted into a very private Christian school in Tennessee, and wouldn't you know it, he is the only uh, black man who is attending that school, and he stands out a lot. Um, And he's not really been going to school much for his life, so he doesn't have quite the proper education as a high schooler should. And uh, he stands out to a uh, Leanne Toey. Was it Toey? Toey. Doesn't matter. Sandra Bullock. And um, she's like, hey, you're really tall and kind of seem like you don't have a home. (laughs) Go live with me, child. And he's like, all right. And uh, what proceeds is, you know... They're basically like, Well, you're real tall, so you gotta play football. And they're like, Man, he's really bad at football and at school, we'll get him there. So they <laughs> they get him good we'll at football. We'll just make him
0: good at football and school.
2: And there was like this just is there's like not any conflict except for like the back end of the film whenever the NCAA is like, Hey, it kinda seems like these people are like basically just like force adopted you and then made you and
0: then you. bred you. So that you would join their alma mater and be a football.
2: And Michael's like, oh, that stinks. And then he's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> he's like,
0: like, actually, they said they love me and they gave me a place to sleep and like fed me and stuff. So
2: And so then he goes to Tennessee. And um that was the movie. That was the blind side. I mean, that was a very shortened
0: we We did did it we did it
2: donna what did you think of this movie
0: (laughs) good audio good (laughs) thank you what did you think of the movie
2: i thought it was hot garbage um i think you and i talked for like an hour after watching this
0: yeah no um I was pretty incensed. Actually, there was a lot to discuss.
2: Yeah, I mean, like it's actually really, really good to discuss in terms of being a piece of media of uh, a white person or a group of white people, uh, whoever, so involved with the creation of this film, taking the story of a black man or a black individual and making it a story about them, not not about them taking taking the real-life Michael Orr story and making it about the white family that without them, it wouldn't have been possible.
0: Thank God for this white family.
2: Yes, pretty much. Um, This
0: white Christian conservative Southern family. uh, (laughs) Thank God. Yes.
2: Um,
0: And they're not racist at all because they took a black man into their house.
2: I, I think we we should we should leave it up to the letterbox community because I think they have some pretty wonderful things.
0: Box, 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 boxed in.
2: Wonderful things and wonderful ways to 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 poo poo on this film. Um, we're just gonna go down with the most uh, popular ones um, here. Uh, one and a half stars. Cole Bradley says, "I would like to see concrete evidence that John Lee Hancock, pardon me, John Lee Hancock, has ever met a black person."
0: All right. One and, I and
2: would half, too. one and a half stars Ariel Tube said uh, in, in star symbols slaps the DVD case this bad boy can fit so many fucking white savior complexes in it
0: yeah it can
2: um, Owen said uh, my rude mean and extremely white 8th grade science teacher always kept a signed DVD case of this film on her desk
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
2: Yeah. Let's see. Um, Oh, this was my joke. I'm glad I didn't put it, because Jay said, uh, half a star. Is this the prequel to The White Family and Get Out?
0: Ayo. Ayo. I can witness that you did say that before you read that review.
2: Three stars. Tess says, I can't believe they gave Sandra Bullock her Oscar for Gravity four years early. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Lauren said five stars. I love S J. That was the name of the son of the family.
0: That's Um, so funny because I'm looking at pictures of him now, and no, I'm not gonna say anything else. I'm just gonna show you. Look at this kid. Look, look at him now. What about him? I feel like his hair is already receded.
2: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, but that, that happens to people.
0: Yeah, it just... In a weird way, it makes him look exactly like the same kid. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I mean, it is the same same like, kid.
0: But it makes him look like a child, like his head's too big. I mean... I wasn't going to say anything. I'm sorry. Go ahead, do the next one before I dig a deeper hole.
2: Uh, no i'm I'm enjoying um enjoying it uh I mean yeah all of these kind of come i mean i i i feel as though I said it pretty pretty okay myself I also gave the film a half a star and uh I just said nah because like nah I don't,
0: I don't like it nah bro. no nah, it's
2: just a real insensitive movie it 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 just very much screams all the the problems with um, everything we just said, um, and uh, I think we're gonna have a heck of a time on the back half of this podcast. Do you have anything else you want to say before we jump over there?
0: Um, no, no. Um, I if anything, I would just I would recommend that when we go to the clearance aisle that we look for a pen and a piece of paper because you're going to want to take some notes because we got a lot to say.
2: Oh, do we? About its frugality? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's look for a pen and a piece of paper in the clearance aisle. I found them. There was actually there was quite a few in there.
0: It's so dependable. I feel like you can always find a pen and a piece of paper in the clearance aisle.
2: Was it a frugal movie?
0: Oh, shit. My pen's running out already. You um, just
2: said you had so much to say though. You have to have one in your memory.
0: Well, now now we can't make notes. Darn clearance aisle pens. No, um okay, not Frugal. Oh, there's so many fucking things. Okay, here's here's a big Not Frugal. So they the White family buys Michael a big black pickup truck for his birthday or just because I'm, I don't remember, but they buy him this truck. It's the first car he's ever owned. And he just got a driver's license and fucking crashes. It like that day, not that it it was very soon after getting it. Hey, um, don't, I don't care who it is. Don't get your kid an expensive and or new car for their first car. That's just, that's bad investment. stupid. You shouldn't be buying new cars anyway, but especially not for, no. A first-time driver? Really? Is that smart? No. Go ahead, Brandon.
2: I was just going to say that, I mean, probably just shouldn't buy new vehicles. That's kind of a thing. Yeah, don't do it. They immediately devalue whenever they leave a lot.
0: And I don't even want to hear about the weird shit the economy did recently because you would have made more money off of a used car than if you bought a new one anyway. So even when the economy's weird and you gain money on a car, you'll gain more on a used car. Don't buy a new car. Don't do that. Um,
2: I would just say not frugal. I mean, just look at their house. It was so gaudy.
0: Yeah, they definitely had to hire a lot of people to take care of that house. Not frugal.
2: Not frugal. Also, um, there's huge portions of their town that they've never been to. And um, I don't know, they were just very uh, sheltered into their, their lives. And every time that Sandra Bullock would go to lunch, it was at what looked like a New York fancy restaurant like
0: where I think she mentioned at one point that the salads were like $20 or something like clearly a not frugal place to eat with friends that she didn't even particularly seem to like not frugal,
2: not frugal.
0: And then to your point about the town, they're paying big tax dollars. I assume to live there based on their big ass house. Um, not frugal. Go see where your tax dollars are going because apparently they're not going to your town. Dummies. Go ahead.
2: They also seemed it was very important that Michael get a scholarship, kind of almost insinuating that they weren't going to pay for his college otherwise. Um, and uh, not frugal to like force uh, somebody, especially somebody who's like not particularly a fan of or versed in scholarly pursuits to go into something that they don't want to go into, like college doesn't work out for everybody. And uh, I understand that this gentleman was built um, very, very tall and was a very big and big.
1: But uh, yeah,
2: I don't know. Don't force people to go to stuff they don't want to go to.
0: Yeah. I don't think at any point did we discover what Michael wanted to do or like major in or anything.
2: I think it should be said that the fact, fact of the matter is too, is that like the real Michael or, Worked very hard to get himself out of the life situation he was into. And yes, he did have help from a real life Leanne Tui and her family. Um, but this movie really just made it seem like he was just like plucked and flicked and like didn't, ha- if it wasn't basically that it was no hard work on his own part, it was only because of the people in his life. And he was able to accomplish those things.
0: Right, like like he just put in the same amount of effort any other kid would do. But, you know, thank God that this white family took him in and paid for a tutor, and you know, I think that in this case, that's actually frugal. Like, like really when we come down to it, at least just talking about the movie, not talking about real life, because I don't know those people. In the movie, they definitely groomed him to go to their alma mater and play football there. So that's frugal, I'd say. I mean, especially because he ends up getting drafted and making a lot of money playing football. So basically, they just, like, found a kid off the streets who was almost ready to graduate and had just enough time to, like, turn his life around so that he could do a football career and make a shit ton of money getting his head bashed. Um, so... Morally not good, but it is financially frugal. Let's
1: do some thrifty trivia.
0: Thrifty trivia, (laughs) no.
2: I just, this movie is just really gross in so many ways. (laughs) Like, um, I guess this is like a real life thing. Uh, Collins Tui, um, who was played by, um, Uh, Lily Collins.
0: Oh, did we not mention that there was a sister in this family? Maybe that's because she barely had any lines. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, well, uh, apparently, I guess in real life, uh, she was a straight A student and she rearranged her schedules and dropped out of several advanced placement classes to share more classes with Michael Orr and help him graduate. That would have been a really interesting thing to talk about in the movie.
0: Yeah, or explore in any sort of way at all other than like, people talk about him at school, but I don't care.
2: Um, Sandra Bullock took a pay cut to make the film and agreed to a percentage of the film's profits, which turned out to be very considerable. Frugal. Frugal. Good honor. Um, when the Tuohys are riding home from SJ's school play, Sean Tuohy says that quesadillas saved our ass. According to the book, Taco Bell sales were down at one time. Uh, by the way, the husband, Sean, he owns a chain of like Taco Bells and stuff. Um, According to the book, Taco Bell sales were down, um, that's hard to say, (laughs) at one time, and Sean's stores were in some financial trouble. Then Taco Bell introduced the quesadilla, and sales increased, and Sean's stores prospered.
0: So quesadillas are frugal.
2: Um, While Miss Sue, played by Kathy Bates, blatantly lies to Michael about where the bodies are stored, uh, she is telling only half the half a half-truth about the University of Tennessee and its association with the FBI. The university has a facility started by William Bass, often called BARF. Uh, (laughs) I I think they mean the program. Bass Anthropological Research Facility.
0: Love it. BARF.
2: That does study the stages of decomposition of human remains in variety of scenarios. This facility was famously chronicled in the book The Body Farm by Patricia Cornwell.
0: That's really interesting, actually. And you know that they made that acronym purposefully. I'd say frugal, both frugal that that research facility exists and was so aptly named and frugal that the tutor and the story lied because that helped get him to go to the school that the parents wanted him to go to where they were alma mater alma maters and probably got a better deal on the college education and um it's closer to home i think i don't know there's reasons it's frugal
2: this is the first time a movie marketed with a sole actress's name above the title grossed over 200 million dollars frugal frugal um, we'll just do this last one here because I think it's kind of interesting and also timely for 2009. Um, the film, uh, is Netflix's most rented DVD of all time.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh. Remember when you rented movies from Netflix? All right,
2: calm down there, old miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're back. Oh my
0: God. I bet kids don't
1: even know about
0: renting movies. Okay. <laughs>
2: You just we're tapping your glasses
0: <laughs> because I'm, bleh. I'm sorry, why? Yeah, I'm too much anger at to me. do words. No, just at the blind side and at old people, and I just am filled with rage.
1: Despite all that rage, was it a frugal movie? <sighs>
0: okay the family did not seem particularly frugal at all um but the point of the story investing in michael and turning him into a football star that was frugal awful but frugal
2: again i shouldn't say awful i mean he he made a really prosperous career that's just it is it's like i mean it worked out it's just it's gross how glorifying this film makes it.
0: Yeah, and I like to believe that, you know, in real life, the family had good intentions. And when I watch the movie, I like to believe that the family had good intentions. But, um, I go ahead. It doesn't change the fact that uh, football is largely made up of black men. Who end up dying early from dementia and Alzheimer's and other complications due to the concussions that they sustain.
2: I think so. I think it's a good point, too, about the family. Like, I actually think that this would be a really interesting story. I think that Michael Orr's story is probably very fascinating and a well-concocted life that would be interesting to watch. It's just how this film shows it. And like, I yeah, I don't mean anything disparaging really to the real life twoies or I mean to Michael or because we don't know that real life situation. I haven't read the book that this is based on or anything. I really just don't. I think that this movie was glossed up in Hollywood in a way that was, that makes it just really awful. It's not, it's not the, the, you know, there, there could be issues and problems with the real life circumstances surrounding this, but I don't feel comfortable making those assumptions because I don't know those people. I'm specifically talking about this movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that actually, I think, is the icing on the cake. I think that determines that it's frugal, though, because we hadn't even talked about this, but it's based off of a book, okay? So the real-life family is also frugal. They turned this experience into a book.
2: Well, I mean, Michael Orr, I believe, it.
0: Then Michael Orr's fruit. Whoever, yeah, you should find this out.
2: Oh, okay, so yeah, the blindside evolution of the game... Had a portion of it that was dedica- dedicated to Michael Orr, um, and that portion was adapted for the screenplay.
0: Regardless, I stand by uh, frugal.
2: Also frugal. I mean, after The Blind Side came out, Michael Orr did write an autobiography titled "I Beat the Odds: From Homelessness to The Blind Side and Beyond" in 2011. So
0: that is very frugal. So frugal to make a successful adaptation that boosts book sales and gets more people out to see your movie. If you do it well, you get a big name like Sandra Bullock on there and it's frugal. And then to turn around and write a book off of your experience, especially when we probably weren't the only ones being like, man, this would have been better if it was from Michael's point of view, um, frugal. So I think the whole, I think it's frugal when you boil it down.
2: And you get yourself an Oscar. Um, Thanks some people, please.
0: Thank you, Brandon, first of all. Yeah. I I appreciate you dealing with me and my dumb jokes.
2: They're not dumb. They're wonderful. Thank you, too, Donna.
0: And thank you to you listening. Yes, you. You with your headphones in. If you don't have headphones in, why not? Unless you're driving. And thank you to Sarah Anastasia who did our art and thank you to the Lounge Kittens, who did the cover of Dirty Deeds that you hear in our episodes. And thank you to Anchor for hosting our podcast. I'd also like to thank our bargainer. Brandon, who's our bargainer this week?
1: This week, our bargainer is the one and only Jack3245. Thank you, Jack.
0: Thank you, Jack.
1: If you would like to become our
2: bargainer, all oh, you have hold on, it's not a very good uh burner. Hold on. Hold on, I
1: gotta get there. I gotta get there. Hold on. <clears throat> Bears. Um <laughs> it is going to be. If you would like to become our next bargain, this is still not good. If
2: you want to become our next
1: bargainer.
0: Oh, no, good, do it. If Commit. you would like
1: to become our next bargainer, all you have to do is go on to iTunes Podcast and leave us a review scroll all the way to the bottom and you will find beautiful vista of bargain reviews and if you write us a review there we will read it on the show and talk about you in werner Herzog's voice if you leave us a review on another platform then just send us an email to dincast at com or reach us on social media the Bargain Din or the Bargain Din cast, and let us know so we can then crown you the Bargain Air.
0: Thank you so much for dropping in just to say that for us, Werner. We really appreciate it.
1: It is going to be very challenging to get back on a plane this late at night, but I will do what I can. Maybe I will pick a ride from one of the local Tuk Tuk's
0: you should it's fun
1: thank you everybody for listening to the bargain din my name is brandon
0: i thought you were Werner. my name is brandon my name is donna
2: and pinch those pennies
0: and stay frugal pineapples could drink their own urine <laughs> full circle <laughs> But you ain't got the guts She keeps
1: nagging at your nose.